often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 550. I am your host, Josh Albrecht, recording once again inside the Slapbox penthouse. And of course, my cat, Agent Fox Mulder, is behind me somewhere. And there's a good chance he's going to start freaking out. I'm recording late. Like, way later than I normally do feel like I'm on a bit of a time crunch if I want to do anything else tonight. So I'm a little off my game. I had to spend several hours putting together an entertainment center together. And I'm not the guy for doing that. That shit's annoying as hell. And uh, I don't need to go down that road. Don't need to go down that road. I'm just going to get frustrated again. Uh, actually, that's you know part of the reason why. I have such a lack of furniture, other than, you know, the fact that I have no fucking money. That's more of the problem. <laughs> Why the penthouse is uh, low on furnishings. And I'm just, you know, let's let's face it, just not real great with money. I make bad decisions. <laughs> I make pretty poor decisions. My priorities are all fucked up. Not that an entertainment center should be real high up on there, but I don't like to grab buy stuff that requires a fuck ton of assembly and uh and whatnot and it, especially when it's cheaper stuff it's got like the uh really shitty stuff to get put together i'd like you know something a little bit nicer if i'm going to uh although i <laughs> which prevents me from buying anything at all it's it's a weird conundrum i find myself in i'd rather have nothing than <laughs> have something a little bit cheaper and more of a pain in the ass to put together i'm strange a very strange person Ah, but yeah, yeah, I, uh, uh, Agent Mulder is really used to me being in a certain schedule, and if I don't abide by that schedule, he gets very irate, and, uh, we'll start meowing and freaking out, he's like, what the fuck, man, we normally do this at that time, what are you doing, you're, you're not supposed to be talking into a microphone at this time, so there's a good chance he may come over here and start bugging me at some point. And uh, I might have to pause and uh, remove him from the room and close the door, which drives him even more nuts. You know, closed doors and cats are not a good thing. They don't like that. They don't like that. They like doors open. They want free reign. They're curious. They want to get in there and see everything. I can relate to that somewhat. I'm a curious person. And, uh, <laughs> oh, it's just... Might be an incident at work. A uh, co-worker uh, believes he, he uh, may have walked into a uh, <laughs> porta potty while someone was baiting. Uh, and, uh, man, I can't imagine that. Like, being at work and uh, just feeling the ever overwhelming need that I gotta, I gotta bait. I get, especially, you know, you know, we work at a very physical, our job. Nobody looks great. I mean, you're covered in shit. Like, uh, you know, there is, there are men and women there. And I, you know, I, 
I don't know what the sexual preferences are on any of them, and nor do I really care. <laughs> but I'm curious as to why we get somebody so bothered, you know, so warmed up, and be like, you know, I gotta go, you know, jerk off. <laughs> I it has to be done like right now. I don't know what when you're sucking in a bunch of smoke from welding, and just covered in grease, and just you're like, you know what? Fuck, I need to go. I don't. I need to go beat off. <laughs> As I think I have a short in my connection here on my headphones or something. There's uh, something weird going on in the neighborhood. And uh, maybe that'll help. I plugged it in and out. Sticking it in and out. And uh, hopefully that does something. It's, uh, Not starting the uh, show off real great here as uh, I've... Got several plugs. I plugged in and out. And I think that last one kind of did it. I think there was just a poor connection. <laughs> anyway. I can't imagine ever wanting to jerk off. Or actually going through jerking off at work. Like there's a. That's just a line like. Uh, I mean. In years past. Now that I can say. That the place I formerly worked at. This would have been over a decade ago. There was at least one experience where I was like, you know, I fucking, I didn't want to jerk off at work. And I definitely don't like jerking off in public restrooms. That sounds fucking horrible. <laughs> Much less a Johnny on the spot. <laughs> but uh, I uh, <laughs> I had an incident with a former coworker that I haven't even worked with her for over a decade. So, uh, But she was married, and uh, I will leave her name out of it. <laughs> She was, uh, at the time, I haven't seen her in many years. She was uh, very attractive at the time. And uh, she was saying all kinds of shit to me. And, of course, she was, uh, uh, re- I believe I already mentioned this, but she's married <laughs> and uh, with child. And, uh, b- b- you know, she was uh, saying she wanted to, to blow me and uh, all that stuff. And even at that time, I it'd been quite some time since I had had sex. I think it might have been a few years at this point. I'm not sure. It had been a while uh, by the time she was doing this and talking about how she'd like run away with me and all this shit. And talking about, I mean, she knew where I lived. She was talking about she would just come in the <laughs> back door where I lived, come in and just like fuck me and all this stuff. There's this one day where she just kept doing this, and I was just like, ah, uh, I just couldn't do it, man. I couldn't. Uh, couldn't uh, bring myself to uh, have sex with a married woman uh, unbeknownst to, you know, her husband. Or even if he did know. That would be weird. I'm not I'm not into that <laughs> one way or the other. I have this horrible thing called a conscience that would uh, eat me alive. And uh, I've been on the other end of that, although I wasn't married. You know, you know I've been cheated on in a relationship, and I just can't. Uh, it's it's just not great. I I didn't want to be involved in that, although I did really want to have sex with her. <laughs> just like, holy shit. And it was just being offered. I remember that she get like one day in particular she was saying this stuff. I don't remember exactly what all she was saying about, you know, sucking my dick and everything and all that stuff. And there was <clears throat> I like I, I had to like start like hiding from her during the day because I didn't think I was gonna jerk off in the bathroom. But, if, uh, you know, <laughs> we could go in a side room and just fuck. That, you know, that was, thankfully that didn't happen. Although maybe that would have worked out because then I would have gotten fired from my job 
and then I would have had to find uh, other employment back. You know, who knows? I could be in a way better place now. There was I I wouldn't be in so much debt or something, or you know, or I could be in jail. It's it's really the butterfly effect at this point. There's no. <laughs> I could have uh, knocked her up, and then that would have been a huge huge problem. That would have been a very big problem. It's not like I had a condom on me and like ready to go. You know, there's I might fuck somebody at work. <laughs> It was never a thought like, ooh, today I might fuck somebody at work. <laughs> that was never something I planned on doing ever, going to work. Um, <laughs> but definitely wouldn't jerk off. De- definitely not jerk off at work and definitely not <laughs> in a porta potty <laughs> Man, you got to get it. You got to want it bad if you're in the, in the fucking porta potty You know what? I'm going to fucking jerk off. Like I, I've, uh, you know, my younger days, I, I definitely jerked off a lot. Again, not at work. Uh, but that that day that she was messing with me, I was like, I just need to get home. There was no thought like just to go to the bathroom at work and jerk off. <laughs> but I was like, I need to get home and I need to jerk off and I need to get this out of my mind and forget it. <laughs> and I believe that day, as soon as I got off work, I went home and jerked off and I was, I, I, cle- I got the baby batter off the brain and then the next day I was fine. Everything was fine. And, uh, and yeah, never pursued that. Don't know whatever happened to her after she got fired. Not sure. Uh, I haven't seen her since she, she got fired from said job. And, uh, but yeah, that was the closest I came to doing that at work exactly. Although I did get a blow job at break time, but not on work grounds. Like it was, it was lunchtime. We didn't get paid for lunch at the time. So you could leave and then, uh, you know, do whatever. <laughs> you're not you're not on the clock technically. And so uh, the ex-girlfriend uh, would often stop by and uh, we'd have lunch together. So she was parked on the street. And again, not on company property, technically. <laughs> she was parked on the street, on the side street. So... And I didn't know this was going to happen. It's just I went in to have my lunch with her. And we might have actually went and got some stuff too, some food. I don't I don't recall. Or she picked something up for me. All I remember is she blew me in the <laughs> side street like on lunchtime. I got to say, I don't think I'd have this feeling if I jerked off in the bathroom. But getting a BJ like on your lunch break, like man, makes the rest of the day just fly by. I think the biggest problem we would have had to worry about, though, is, you know, a police officer would have been driving by or walking by the car when said BJ was happening <laughs> or a co-worker. That probably wouldn't have, still wouldn't have been great. But again, we were technically I was on lunch break, you know, in, in my mind, <laughs> like, it's OK. We weren't inside the building or on any company property or anything like that. So, <laughs> you know, my what's my time is my time. That's how I saw it. So that was the closest I ever came <laughs> to uh, doing that at work. Uh, I would find, though, like uh, the the other female I had mentioned where uh, she kept uh, telling me how she would wanted to fuck me and everything. That, like, see, that was dangerous because I could see myself getting too riled up and uh, had she like really cornered me in a room or something, I probably 
it had just been me and her in one of the uh, <laughs> rooms, uh, it would it, it probably would have happened that day. It it was, and I really I was like, you know, I gotta try to avoid her. I like I I have to run. But you know what? Like I need to go to the other side of the building. I don't know why, but I'm pretty sure they were saying they need my help over there. There's a <laughs> I need to sweep the floor or something. There's a <laughs> some ink that needs to be cleaned off the floor. They need me to just stare at this wall for a few minutes. Uh, I remember though, just like sheer panic, because I knew, it was like, man, if she just if she just puts her hand on my back or something, if there's like any kind of like fit, like had she just tried just a little bit harder, I would have been way harder, and it would have been it would not have been good. It probably would not have been good. Somebody probably would have walked in. <laughs> course depending on where we're at if we wouldn't have been the only ones to fuck there i've heard many people having sex there at especially at that building and uh i know that uh i'm not gonna get into names here but i've known people you know many people that have had sex at that building and the other building where i had worked that uh and most of it just rumors but i know for a fact on some of them thankfully i didn't walk in on any of them because there's some people, you know, I don't know about everybody's, you know, where where anybody works. I would imagine most people, uh, you know, work at a place where they, they probably don't want to see their coworkers have sex. It's not like, ooh, yeah, I'd fucking love to see what that what that's like. No, most of the time when I've known people that I work with that are fucking each other, they're like, man, I don't want to see any of that. I don't really want to think about it. <laughs> You know, I don't really care if they're going to fuck each other, but, man, I don't want to see it. Don't want to hear it. Don't want to. <laughs> there's, There's been so many people that have been married that I've worked with through the years that were fucking at work and to marry to other people that they were, you know, than whom they were fucking, I should say. <clears throat> to clarify. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's always the worst ones. Well, no, that's not true. There was a couple that, you know. I guess I wouldn't be as bothered with knowing to see them at walk in, see them having sex. But for the most part, it's always like, oh, oh fuck, man, I don't want to, I don't need, uh That's, that's not a porn I would rent. Would not that I rent porn these days. I wouldn't se- seek it out on porno. Although, you know, I don't know. Some nights, you know, it gets a little crazy. I did at one point in time watch the Hulk Hogan sex tape. Uh, I think we did for the podcast. I don't remember if we did it like beforehand because it was like when it first came out or something. I mean, we've been doing this for over 10 years. We is uh, just me, I guess, since we're doing it for the full 10 years. But originally we had multiple people involved and uh, they, they, I guess, had better shit to do. Whereas I still, <laughs> I'm still here anyway. Uh, not that I really have to go anywhere to do it, but th- that's no, neither here nor there. But yeah, I've definitely not out of like, ooh, I want to jerk off to this or anything. But when I, it used to be more so I could, so I could be a part of the conversation. So like, oh yeah, I saw the Hogan sex tape. <laughs> it was like, uh, I, I know, I think I'd watch also, was it, I think it was before then the Paris Hilton one. I remember it was 
so you talking about the podcast or what? I maybe saw part of the Kim Kardashian one. Again, these I didn't really find either of them the most attractive in the world, and it was more of curiosity, so I could you know be a part of the conversation. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. And now you got it's really weird now because I was seeing stuff from streamers talking about it, uh, but the the deep fake porns become a, a huge thing and uh i know i saw uh sweet anita uh, i can't speak sweet anita um who she's a twitch streamer and well she's on youtube and stuff i watch her on youtube <coughs> uh but uh she's got uh she's from the uk there she's like big into animals and stuff she's if you you watch a lot of streamers and stuff and content, she's she's entertaining. She's got some stories. She also has Tourette's, so she's got the she does a uh, a lot of whistling and stuff. Uh, I I can't like I I don't watch her like on a day to day basis, but I I wonder now if she's maybe on some kind of medication because it seems almost like it's like she manages it better now. But she also does the the cursing, of course, and like. <laughs> Suck my dick and <laughs> all that shit. All the uh, kind of funny stuff, which is, you know, I think to most people kind of funny initially and to like be out somewhere and to have somebody with Tourette's around and they just say like, fuck me in the ass or something or I'll, I'll fuck your mother, or <laughs> you know, you, you, in an appropriate, inappropriate time or slap somebody on the ass because it's just like a, a tick and, and just weird cr- or yell out pedo, pedo. <laughs> Which is kind of funny, but then we get, like, it's, I mean, it would be fucking horrible to have that, because, I mean, they have to deal with that every day as someone that has Tourette's. And uh, I completely digressed into to other shit. What I was getting into was the deep fake porn, which apparently there's a website which I have not checked out. I don't want to really do it. But apparently there's multiple websites, I guess, that uh, you can create deep fake porns of whoever you want. You go on there and you could put whoever's face on this on this porn star and just it looks like it's really the person. And uh then these videos are sent out there and other people can see it and they often think that oh this is really a porn made by whoever. They really sent this out into the world and uh people get harassed for this sort of thing. <clears throat> Especially these female streamers, they take a lot of shit uh anyway cuz you know most guys get on there and expect them to have like an only fans account and, like just just show me your your tits and all that shit anyway. Uh <clears throat> and uh like I know that a lot of uh streamers tend to have like uh stalkers and shit. Uh, Sweet Anita's had like a, at least one that was like super crazy fucking stalker. That uh, would, uh, I think, like, peer through her mail hole and stuff. And uh, I think he made, like, physical threats towards her and stuff. I can't, I don't remember what all the details were, but this is, even happens to, like, male streamers as well. But it's more common, of course, with female strippers. Strippers, god damn it. <laughs> I would imagine female strippers have a TMS, say, streamers. That uh, some kind of Freudian slip. But uh, anyway... <laughs> Uh, 
so yeah, that's it's a uh, it's crazy to think you can do that now with the the deep fake porn and stuff. Although when I was initially like watching stuff, uh, like uh, listening to Sweet Anita like talk about it and everything, I did have kind of thought like, oh, it would be kind of funny if somebody did a deep fake porn of me. <laughs> but as a guy, I don't think I would be uh, harassed by it as much. I don't think. Of course, I don't know. I haven't done. I haven't uh, filmed a bunch of porn. And put it out, and, and there may or may not be defects. I have no idea. <sighs> I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. I and they'd have to put a little bit more work in with me, because then they'd have to put in my tattoos and all that shit. But I guess I've had enough running pictures out there. In the I feel like I'm now I'm putting a recipe out there for somebody to do a deep fake porn of me. <laughs> but I guess if you did, yeah. There's enough shirtless run pics of me where you could get the tattoos in there. And, uh, <clears throat> but, uh, I feel like even if it was a deep fake, I'd be able to tell. <laughs> Mainly because I don't have sex. I'd be like, that's definitely not me. <laughs> There's no, like, uh, now I'm just picturing, oh, that would be one weird thing. They could make, uh, I mean, they could, uh, they could do all kinds of shit. Like you could be fucking anybody with that. You could fuck a horse. They could find some bestiality porn. Now I'm really like that would be fucked up. That I would imagine would would uh like if it was just normal porn, like I think I'd be fine. Uh you know, if it was gay porn, I would imagine there's a lot of Republicans around here that would be just like all of a sudden I'm just the scum of the earth because unfortunately there's a lot of people that uh do not like the gay and queer community around here. So that might be a problem as far as <laughs> that is concerned. But I, you know, I don't think my current job, I don't think that would be a problem. I don't know. I, I don't think so <laughs> anyway. Uh, <clears throat> but if there was like a bestiality now, now I feel like I'm really giving somebody a recipe to fuck with me here. <laughs> but like, I, I didn't even think about this before, but the bestiality and stuff like that would be, uh, because there's unfortunately that on the internet, which I've seen as well. Because there's been time I haven't searched it out in a long time, but I remember back in the day on the Style Project, mainly when that was StyleProject.net, which I think is just a straight porn site, but it used to be just a just it was almost like a I mean it was all videos, but it was you know like an early YouTube sort type sort of thing that had content of all kinds the darkest things you could ever imagine in the world <laughs> with also some great things some things that you'd be like oh this is amazing i found it on youtube they had some great anime uh features there's the happy tree friends whatever that was on there that <laughs> this is brutal little cartoon fantastic stuff and they had just music videos they had all kinds of different shit but then they'd have straight up murders on there there was you could find bestiality and this is probably why I'm such a, maybe this is why I'm in such a bummer mood so many times these days. I've been desensitized to the world. Found that there's, I just got that thousand yard stare from the darkness that I've been, uh, at this point, you know, a lifetime with on the internet. I mean, I, I guess the first, I really started seeing that really dark shit on the internet was. I was like barely an adult at the time. Maybe even before. I mean, 
it's hard to say. I'd have to go back to see like when dial up first started going away because dial when when dial up was there, it was only still images. Although I think Style Project was around with with like dial up still, but I mean it was difficult to get that kind of shit with uh a shitty internet connection as uh <laughs> you know, when you'd have the <laughs> I, I still, it's so comedic to me now the, the whole dial-up sound. Uh, but it was difficult to just get like a, uh, a picture to load up. It took forever. So, um, I would imagine it wasn't until sometime in my adulthood, early adulthood, that really, really the darkness found its way in. Ah, uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, so uh, now that I, I talk about that, I figure the few listeners I have, one of them's going to go, you know what, you, you, I'm going to make some bestiality porn. I, I, that's going to be fucked up. That's going to be fucked up. And uh, uh, I hope that doesn't happen. Because I've seen some, uh, do you, for whatever reason, too, most of the bestiality porn I've seen, not that I've seen a lot, it's usually a dog. A lot of times it's been with a woman, which is weird. I don't know why a woman would... Want to have sex? I don't know why a guy would either, but I would think it wouldn't be that pleasurable for a woman with seeing how small a dog penis is. But maybe if she had like a just a really very small vagina, I guess maybe it'd be good. I don't know. It's uh, I'm sure the dog enjoyed it. I feel like that would probably be more enjoyable for a dog than a dude fucking a dog. Like that's got to fucking hurt, you know. Like I, you see a dog's penis. It's it's not real girthy. It's that that red lipstick, that red rocket. It's real thin and it's kind of longer, I guess. But like it's uh, <laughs> you know, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever seen any uh, bestiality porn with dude on dog. It's all been like female on dog. Not that I again, not that I looked it out. Usually, with the the bestiality stuff is like, hey, check this out. Like, ah, oh, fuck, all right. Thankfully, I never shared that one. I used to enjoy sharing people like shocking stuff on the internet. Like two girls, one cup was one <laughs> I showed to way too many people. It was like, hey, you want to see two girls, one cup? <laughs> and you know, it was just women shit into a cup and then eating it. And uh, there's not much description. More description, really. You need that. I mean, they they eat it and then they're like kind of making out with each other with the shit all over it and there's piano track in the back. Classic internet. That's classic internet. That's just shock. Shocking internet stuff. That, uh, that I think that was the only one that I, I definitely <laughs> was so kind enough to, uh, <clears throat> to share with the world. Uh, and, uh, Man, my phone's keeps reminding me that it's gonna do an update tonight. And you know what? I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna update it now so it keeps stops vibrating and telling me it's gonna fucking update. You, you, you bastards. Anyway, though, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know any good way to segue into this, but I feel like it's time to segue out of out of the deep fake porn and. Talking about just the darkness of the interwebs. Uh, Mando season three, man. 
It's been over two years since uh, the end of Mandalorian Season 2, so it's been a long time. We did get him in uh, the Book of Boba Fett, which is like a year ago-ish, whatever. And he was in a, a few episodes, which were the best episodes of the Book of Boba Fett. Let's be clear. And the best episode of Book of Boba Fett was that first one with Din Djarin in it. When he comes back, fucking amazing. It's like the crowd goes wild. I think it's by far like the best of the of the Book of Boba Fett. And that shit was good. Um so it, the new new season is out now, of course. And uh well, the first episode's out. Um I can say though, it was good, but there wasn't a whole lot to the first episode. I was wondering if we'd get like multiple episodes, but they only released one episode and it was only like half an hour long so I feel kind of let down a little bit by that but you know gets you back into the feel you kind of know where you're at uh, you know it's kind of a recap to let you know what's going on as also because you know there's a bit of a time jump I'm not sure how far how much time has passed but uh, it does look like He's going to get IG-11 fixed back. That's the assassin droid that helped him. That was reprogrammed by Nick Nolte's character, whom I forgot his actual name in the show. Um, But he uh, reprogrammed him, of course, and it was able to save the day. IG-11. And it's voiced by Taika Waititi. As in this episode, I think that was the biggest part for me is him trying to get IG-11 put back together. And stuff because they found part of his parts. But it looks like eventually we will see IG-11 back again. And uh, that's good. I always find it good to have a solid droid. It's one of the things I really enjoy about uh, Rogue One is the K2SO. Which is so good. I love K2SO. The sarcasm coming from K2SO is fantastic. I think that, uh, and for some reason, I almost started talking like Donald Trump. It's it's great. It's fantastic, and I'm clearly not sounding like him at all now. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, <laughs> I'm broken. There's something, <laughs> something uh, off in the code. Uh, anyway, uh, K2SO, yeah, the, he might be one of my favorite droids of all time. It's K2SO. Alan Tudyk, I believe, is who voices K- uh, K2SO. And uh, fantastic in Rogue One. And that was a nice little tease at the end of Andor Season 1 because it you see, like, those robots that K2SO was. And you have to wonder, I'm like, oh, fuck, is this where he gets K2SO? Because he is an Imperial droid that was reprogrammed. And yet, nope, oh, we haven't seen it yet. We got a little glimpses of those robots. We know he's coming. We know he's coming. Uh, but it, it's great to have that that uh, main Disney show coming back. I mean, the the show that put Disney show uh, Star Wars shows on the map. I mean, that is the Mandalorian. He's uh, he's definitely winning it. Or, you know, winning big for the uh, House of the Mouse. 
as it were. And uh, yeah, it'll be good to see IG-11 come back. They did mention Cara Dune, which is, of course, played by um, <laughs> fucking uh, Gina Carano. And uh, they had a line. I don't remember what... Uh, a line in it about what happened to her. Because, of course... She went on, I don't remember, she went on like some fucking racist rant or something. She's a big right winger, like far right, far right. Uh, she made some comment about Jews or something on uh, Twitter and then uh, got banned. I don't remember what it was exactly, she said. Was, uh, <laughs> let's see here. Let's Can we see the dialogue here? I'm trying to find. There is a, a lot, like a line that the great Carl Weathers says that surmises what happened to Ka- uh, Cara Dune um, I wasn't a big fan of her character anyway I don't know um, <clears throat> I'm fine with having strong female characters I'm not one of those people but for some reason I just never cared for Cara Dune and uh, let's see here to do Oh yeah, she was supposed to be a, a marshal for uh for Carl Weathers. Let's see here. This is the the Hollywood reporter says about it. In the aftermath of Gina Carano's firing from the Mandalorian two years ago, the Star Wars show's season three premiere has answered the long speculated question of what would happen to her character. Introduced in the show's first season, Carano played Cara Dune and Alderian Oh, Alderanian, sorry, <laughs> she's from Alderaan. Alderanian <laughs> warrior who ultimately rose to the rank of Marshal of the New Republic. In her time on the series, Dune was a strong ally to protagonist Din Djarin. And my fucking watch is going nuts because uh, just it's telling me about all my emails and, and shit. Because uh, the apparently the update just went through. Anyway. <laughs> In her time in the series, Dune was a strong ally yeah, to Din Djarin and Baby Grogu. Before becoming Marshal, Dune worked as a mercenary for hire on Navarro for Grief Cargo. That is Carl Weathers' character. Released on Wednesday, the first episode of The Mandalorian's third season addressed Dune's absent fr- absence from the current storyline in a conversation between Din and now High Magistrate Grief Cargo. Carga explains that Dune was recruited by special forces of the New Republic due to her part uh, in helping capture Moff Gideon. It's Giancarlo Esposito, the uh, Gus Gustavo Fring from Breaking Bad. Of course, that was they captured in the last season. Uh, in her absence, Carga is searching for a new marshal to maintain order Navarro and asks Din if he'd be interested in the job. 2021 Carano sparked controversy after, oh, here we go, after sharing posts to social media comparing the nation's current political divide to Nazi Germany. Previously, the actress had also shared controversial opinions on mask wearing amid the COVID-19 pandemic and voter fraud in the U.S. elections. In response to Carano's comments, Lucasfilm released a statement soon after that the former MMA fighter was no longer employed at the company, calling her posts abhorrent and unacceptable. She was also dropped by, as a client by UTA. 
uh, do do and then it gets into how she was a fighter and all that stuff. Yeah, I could care less. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so they kind of mentioned it. Yeah, oh, she's special forces. It was like a threat. It was a very quick line. There was not much uh, uh, mentioned on it. I mean, it was very, very fast, very, uh, very quick. And what the fuck? This update on my phone. I swear the apps got. It's like, every, did they make everything smaller? Or am I just looking at it fucking funny? My eyes are fucking with me. I think everything's smaller. What the fuck? That's very strange. It's very strange. Why did the aspect ratio change? I'm getting older, man. You don't want... I, I, I'm i to the point, you know, I'm thinking I might want the bigger, the bigger icons. <laughs> I don't have to get a magnifying glass. When I get out my phone, there's a, apparently a freeform app that's now has to be on my thing. This is a weird thing. It says, welcome to Freeform. Get creative, sketch out a project, design a mood board, brainstorm ideas, and so much more. Build your board, add media files, links, text, and more anywhere on a board to design your creative space. Or collaborate with others, invite people to your board, and develop your best ideas together in real time. And this looks like something I'll never use. Just saying. This already. What the fuck is this shit? This uh, it's a weird. I don't know what to think about that. Free. Let's see what the internet has to say about it. Here we go. Freeform app. Oh, it's been out there for a while. And now it's like a must. You have to be on here. Here we go. Six creative ways. Oh, this is back in December. Yeah, it's been out there for a while. I just didn't have to have it on my phone. What the fuck, assholes? <laughs> uh, here we go. This is a newer one. A reason Apple's freeform app isn't for everyone. Apple takes on a whiteboard app is surely fun, but it's far from perfect. It needs more work at the moment. Freeform is probably not for you. I'm going to guess not for me. <laughs> Apple released the Freeform app alongside the Mac OS Venture 13.1 iOS, yeah, 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 yada, yada updates. You can use it to create boards and fill them with sticky notes, doodles, and media without worrying about document sizes or layouts. It also has an infinitely expanding canvas, so you'll never run out of space. It only works on Apple devices. You can't draw in the Mac OS version. Oh, really? One of the highlights of the Freeform app is being able to scribble, draw, or write by hand using your finger or an Apple Pencil. This fun feature is not available on iPad OS and iOS. Uh, so it only works on your phone, that part. Uh, you need an iPad and Apple Pencil for the best experience. Not going to do that. Okay, so I'm missing out on the best experience. <laughs> Syncing issues. Since it's released, a few syncing issues have uh, cropped up. Partly this is because iCloud syncing isn't switched on by default, and without it, you can't share your board or access it via other Apple devices. Uh, to fix this, you need to navigate, yeah, system settings, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's an oversimplified design. Freeform has a minimalist design, just like most other Apple apps, meaning menus are hidden away 
and only the most essential tools are visible on the main screen. To move a sticky note backward, for example, you first need to tap the object, then click the extra menu button, which looks like a circle with three dots inside. Then you can see the back and front buttons at the top of the list. Uh, yeah. And it says there are better alternatives. Yeah, it doesn't sound like an app for me. I just wasn't sure what the fuck it was. It's, uh, I guess there's... You know, for creative purposes. There's a lot of boarding that goes on and stuff with screenwriting and everything. I guess maybe if you were to knock out a screenplay, that might be an app to help help with those sort of things. Uh, <laughs> I probably won't use it, though. Back to Mandalorian, though. One thing that is kind of takes me out of it for a little bit. I missed the Starcrest, the ship that Mando had originally, uh, Din Djarin's ship. The Razor Crest was it's a fantastic ship. And it seemed, well, of course, I guess he's not technically a fucking uh, bounty hunter anymore, so I guess he doesn't really need the Razor Crest, but it seemed like, uh, you know, a more better option for him. Also, it adds, you can have scenes inside the ship and everything which we're missing out now. So he's not going to have any other passengers, I would imagine, other than Grogu, because he's got the N1 uh, Nebu Starfighter, the N1 Starfighter. And uh, I think that was... That's a shame. He couldn't find any other kind of Razor Crest type <coughs> ship. As, uh, the Starfighter, you know, it's convenient. It's fast. But it looks, I like the the fact that it's all chromed out and that it's not like yellow like it was in the prequels. They chromed this bad boy out. It looks cool other than the, like, second, I guess you, it's the droid bubble. Normally they put the droid in there. It look, Putting the bubble on there it just looks bad. See, you know, where they put Din Djarin. The little upgrade they gave him. Uh... I'm just not. I think it looks bad, the, with having that little little thing in there. <laughs> There's, I guess, a lot of people talking about it online, of course. Which the chromed out, it does look does look nice. Which does kind of look like the Razor Crest in that aspect. He's a big, clearly Din Djarin's big on chrome. I mean, his armor is all chromed out. <laughs> He's got the chromed out ship I see that you know they've taken the time to do a little uh you know design to show that uh whomever uh like to show that you know Din Djarin's clearly got his uh taste in things they want they want that at least um which I'm fine with that the end one but other than that bubble, that bubble just really, <laughs> really kind of bugs me. That's, uh, <clears throat> and it seems like more of a ship that, you know, a Luke Skywalker or something, a Jedi should have, not really, a, again, a former bounty hunter that's carrying around a baby. That seems, you know, <laughs> like he could get in trouble over that. I mean, that's like bad parenting to uh, use this really extremely fast ship 
and just have that small little bubble <laughs> for the kid. Granted, you know, he's really like 50-something years old, that Grogu, but that's young for whatever that fucking thing is. <laughs> Yoda's species. You know, it's like, you know, most people that have an infant on board, they got the stickers on the back of their vehicle says baby on board, and they're definitely not, you don't see that in like a, you know, Stingray Corvette. Typically, you're not going to see baby on board the uh, going 100 miles an hour on a Stingray is maybe not the best example these days. Um I'm just trying to think of like an obnoxious car. Let's go like Lambo. Let's go with like a Lamborghini. We're gonna let's make it from the eighties though. Let's go to the the uh, Countach, which are are ridiculous cars. I fucking wanted one so bad when I was a kid because I mean that was the cool car back then, and uh, that's what all the uh, drug the cocaine runners, the cocaine smugglers. That's what all they they were dealing with. If you're a big time coke dealer, you got the. <laughs> Lamborghini Countach. <laughs> but they're really, I've seen a lot of videos and stuff on them now. Although it would still be kind of cool to drive one. It sounds like they're total pain in the ass to drive. That uh, the the window on the back is just like very tiny. You can't see behind you. If you want to put the car in reverse, you gotta you gotta go in reverse with your head out the door. You gotta open the door, which I don't think the Windows on the door like open, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong on that. But you have to actually open the doors, which those are the doors that open up, like they're like wings. <laughs> they open up, which you know, when you're a kid, especially a kid in the '80s, that's like that's amazing. I always love too, like the cars, not just the Lamborghinis, but a lot of cars back then had the the headlights that would flip up, <laughs> that wouldn't be out unless you turned them on which eventually uh, I do believe a lot of those mechanisms would wear out and you'd have to fucking replace it. <laughs> it's kind of another pain in the ass thing you'd have to worry about. But uh, I just love the fact he has to go reverse this car that's a Lamborghini Countach. Even today, like you're you're going to shit, you'd spend more on a Lamborghini Countach now than you would back then. But the I almost feel like the Nabu Starfighter is... Like, having Grogu in that is like putting Grogu inside a fucking Countach. And yeah, I don't think there's any way. Lamborghini. I don't think there's any way to uh, <laughs> drive Countach. Oh, look at it. It's so classic, though. It's so 80s. fucking... <laughs> Also makes me think of Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Uh, oh my gosh, they're still going for an insane amount. Uh, it says people often ask, "How much is a Lamborghini Countach worth now?" So, how much is a Countach? Although many already expect classic Lamborghini Countach example to sell for close to or more than one million dollars, the winning bid was just six hundred eighty thousand. Uh, that was just under for an auction. Ooh, it's a, here's an article. You can still get a Lamborghini Countach at a bargain price. Those doors are so cool. I mean, it is such a unique design. It's still, I mean, I wouldn't want, <laughs> I wouldn't want this for like a normal vehicle. 
it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't believe there's much trunk space in there. Is the uh, trunk, I believe, is in the uh, front of the vehicle or the engine's in the back. And I believe there's, like, very little room in there. <laughs> it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to, to drive as a normal car. But to be able to, you know, just drive around for a little bit would be pre- pretty awesome. Again, wouldn't have a baby. or <laughs> I don't think there's room for it. Or a child seat in there. You know, I get, I mean, there's only two, it's only a two-seater, which I guess you could. You're a single dad. And you're like, you know what, Grogu, I'm strapping you in. Uh, I feel like this car can't drive 55. Like, it's like only <laughs> higher speeds. So you better have like a big neck brace in whatever car seat you're going with. Uh Jesus, yeah, there's an article on it. Um, it's off of uh, supercarblondie.com. You can still get the Countach at a bargain price. It says $680,000 might not look like a bargain now, but it probably will before long. That's not good. That's not good to hear. Not that I have any real dream of owning one of these bad boys. See, a pristine 88 Lamborghini Countach 5000 QV has sold at auction on Bring a Trailer for 680 grand. That much money might not look like a bargain right now, but it probably will be for too long. Offered with no reserve, the black-on-black Countach has just 8,000 kilometers or 4,970 miles on the clock. Yeah, that, that's not bad. Uh, One of just 610 Quattro Valvo models made. Uh, it was kept in the same Michigan-based family since new, passing from husband to wife to son. This particular car comes wearing all the right visual options. 15-inch uh, OZ phone dial wheels. OZ or Oz, whatever you... Uh, a Euro-spec front bumper and classic V-shaped rear wing. I mean, this thing looks immaculate. Fucking better be for it. 680 grand, Jesus. The only real modification uh, made is a custom exhaust system to let its glorious V12 engine sing. Um, Man, the the gold rims on the black d- does look nice. Just saying. See here, uh, so the price. So how much is a Lamborghini Countach? Although many already expect classic Lamborghini Countach examples to sell for close to more than a million. Ba-ba-ba. 680 grand. We've come to this. Went over that. Uh, commenters on Bring a Trailer were quick to note the great value the winning bidder got this car for. These cars seem to have established themselves in the sixes and higher. Uh, these will all be over a million dollars and soon. <clears throat> That's insane to think to pay that much for a fucking car. Man, the interior looks great, but I, from what I understand... Th- they're not spacious whatsoever. It also looks very much 80s. <laughs> the inside of there, like the consoles and everything. Um, See, the price only gives the Lamborghini Countach Classic Selling more reason to be over the moon about the purchase as it was one of their dream cars. I've been on the phone with the buyer, Jeff M.M. <laughs> is his username. He told me this car fulfills a 40-year dream for him. Uh, the seller said, this is not the only recent case of a Countach selling for less than expected either. A 25th anniversary model like the one in the Wolf of Wall Street sold for just $738,000 last month. 
fuck me. As holy shit. There's a oh, there's a newer Countach. That's uh and it, it looks pretty much like the original. So there's a got the wing doors. Although it doesn't Looks sort of like the Countach. I feel like it's almost more closer to the Diablo and stuff, though. But, I mean, I guess it shares a lot of the resemblance to the Countach. That Countach, though, I mean, it's just... <laughs> I just think Miami Vice, a lot of cocaine. <laughs> There's uh, Pablo Escobar's somewhere nearby. There's uh, someone getting stabbed. And, uh... Let's see. You know, I... I most I want to search most uh, inappropriate, <laughs> which already uh, is gonna elicit you know some good finds. Most inappropriate car for a car seat. <laughs> uh, here we go. Hmm. Tend the dangerous history of bad child car seats design. That's not what I want to see here. I want to see. Uh, I want to see the cars that shouldn't. I want to see. Uh, fuck, damn it. This is just like bad things that you shouldn't be doing with the car seat. I want to see like put it like the most insane car. Let's maybe car seats and sports cars. <laughs> this is. I know that people have done this. Of course they have. Car seats and sports cars. Let's let's see some bad. <laughs> uh, you can ask him a smile location. Google, go fuck yourself. Uh, let's look at images here. Let's see what they got here. So, this <laughs> like this car got a fucking roll cage, and it's got a car seat. Uh, this one almost looks like they put the car seat in the driver's. Are you fucking? <laughs> Damn it! I was really hoping for some. I'm not getting very good images here. I know people are dumb enough to put you know car seats and drive kids around and vehicles they really shouldn't be. Oh, this one's like in a fucking Maybach or something. I'm not sure what kind of car that is. It's just like this really expensive looking interior. This car seat looks fucked up. It looks <laughs> it looks like some kind of device that's going to send the kid into space or something. So like uh I don't know what the fuck's going on. That's a crazy fucking car seat, man. Obviously these people have money. <sighs> Good lord. They have some car seats though that look like they came out of a fucking racing car. Clearly, this is, you know, a, a thing that people do a lot of. You know what? Like, I, I still want to drive over 100 miles an hour, but I have a kid that uh, I want to bring with me. This is a, <laughs> a bit of a problem. Here's a, here's a guy in a two-seater rocking a baby with the convertible at that with the top down. And then the <laughs> just, just seems like a, a bad idea. This is a... <laughs> Oof. Yeah, this seems like a bad idea. I don't know why people would. Uh, of course, of course they would. You know, they're not gonna give up the like. I got a kid. I'm not giving up my fun. Come on. Here's a here's an article on can you put 
a baby seat in a sports car, here's what you need to know. For many parents, the thought of driving a sports car with their young child seems like a recipe for disaster, which it should. After all, sports cars are designed to be fast, nimble, and lightweight, not exactly features that scream child-friendly. So can you put a baby seat in a sports car? The short answer is yes, you can put a baby seat in a sports car. However, there are a few things to keep in mind in order to ensure that your child is safe and comfortable, which goes against the idea of a sports car, doesn't it? Uh, (laughs) First, it's important to choose the right baby seat. Infant seats are typically the best option for newborns, small infants, while it's convertible. Yeah, I don't don't want to go into this article. I don't really have a child that I want to put in a sports car. This is a long fucking article. They're not going to... Uh, I just want to see a picture of a baby in a Lamborghini. Is this? The <laughs> Let's see, car seat in a Lamborghini. Oh, uh, damn it! Let's see. In here we go. Car seat in a Lamborghini. I want to see this. <laughs> Holy shit! That's a nice looking car seat, though. Uh, <laughs> get Jerry.com. Do do Lamborghinis support car seats? Uh, yeah it says <laughs> Lamborghinis can support car seats but it's usually recommended that you don't allow children under 13 in the passenger seat of the vehicle <laughs> yeah I think like you just uh, if you got enough money for a fucking Lamborghini man don't put the you've got enough you should be able to buy a, at least a shitty car <laughs> to drive the kid around in you know one that's like safe a cheap car I mean, if you're dropping six figures on a Lambo, I would imagine you could, you know, spend a couple of grand on a daily driver that uh, would be safe for a child to ride in. But here's a picture of a fucking kid. Not quite an infant, but I guess that's a Lamborghini Diablo. Oh, damn it. I lost it. That uh, <laughs> The kid does not look happy. Like, what the fuck am I doing in this car? It looks too small for even him. He's he's a small child. Very small child. Is uh Oh what man, some of these interior these newer Lambos look fucking nice. I'm <laughs> looking it is fucking funny to see these parents with these car seats for their children. <laughs> like in a Lambo. Uh I thought this one was bad. This girl's like oh, appears to be on oxygen and stuff going there, but I read okay, this isn't so bad. This is this girl's dream, I guess, like a children's charity was she wanted to ride in a pink Lamborghini. They gave her that chance. That's that's cool. But if you're like driving every day, you know, I would imagine for that too. I mean, they'd be very conscious. They wouldn't want to do anything stupid with her in the car. But I feel like parents that are putting <laughs> typically putting car seats in a Lamborghini is like they're just doing their normal life <laughs> holy shit yeah here is it this is the photo I was looking for I knew people were doing you know really bad shit this is fucking this is an infant this is this kid's less than a year old in a Lamborghini in the car seat they got it turned around backwards which I guess is probably better I don't, I don't know the proper way to put it in a car seat I haven't had to help him doing that in over a decade. Uh, but uh, <laughs> if you're in the front seat, I think, I think yeah, yeah, because of the airbag, that could be a problem. Although I don't know that Lamborghinis have airbags. They're not exactly known for safety features. Uh, and then there's this 
again, tiny window. It's a Lamborghini Gallardo. Uh, it's got a, it's a bigger window than on the back of a Countach. This is also another uh, a convertible. And of course the the uh uh yeah, it's uh <laughs> the top is down on that. It's got this tiny ass window with the baby on board sticker. <laughs> Like who? Who's gonna like? I would see that on a Lamborghini. And be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? And it would probably shock me though to see if they actually were to only go, um, you know, like the speed limit at that point. Because I don't know that I've ever. I've. It's been pretty rare that I see Lambos out, but uh, don't generally see them, uh, going the speed limit. And there's actually quite a few pictures of babies inside Lamborghinis. This is a uh, holy shit. This one looks like it's like fucking a couple weeks old. Uh, hopefully, hopefully that kid made it through. I don't know how old that picture is. I feel like there's going to be some head trauma. You know, there's some concussion or something at some point. Uh, the neck is going to snap. The kid's gonna. Good luck, kid. <laughs> At least it seems your your parents have money. You got that going for you. In which case, you know, maybe I would have been better off switching your places there. Uh, you know, I guess I wasn't too much better as a kid. I my parents had a '77 Nova, which had some fucking power to it. Uh, is those things? I wish I would have gotten a chance had I been old enough to drive once that car was still, while that car was still around. Uh, Oh, looking at pictures. Ours wasn't that great. It was a four door. Like it didn't look great, but man, it was a nice fucking car. I have a special place in my heart for 77 Novas. Is uh, I've known... (laughs) At least one guy I knew uh, had one that was like fully restored, decked out, and was pretty fucking cool. As uh, I used to, another car that my early days I enjoyed, other than the after the whole Lambo craze, was like I moved on to '69 Camaros, which are still awesome cars. But I think I think I'd rather with like a old Nova or something nice, maybe to the nostalgia factor of uh, being a kid. But there's. Something something quite nice about the old 77 Novas. And I don't really like much 70s cars. I want to say ours was 77. Uh, oh, man, this is like a fucking... Some of these, some of these Novas, man. Some of these are like, holy shit, that is the car <laughs> we had. Yeah, some of them don't look great. Oh, this one looks... This one looks a lot like the one we had. You know what? I don't remember. if I thought ours was four-door, but this one looks a lot like the one we had, and it's only two-door. And, uh, man, I, I wish I could find uh, – probably have pictures of it somewhere. I'm going to have to ask my mom about that. <clears throat> I'll have to ask her about that, yeah. But uh, I'm looking at these classic photos as – uh. Maybe 77 is not the best year for a Nova. I feel like there's better ones. But there are some that are just look fucking great. Like, I wonder. 
Wonder what kind of their price tag. Hopefully not six figures. <laughs> uh ba ba. Oh, race modified. Yeah, that one's gonna go for some money. Unfortunately. As uh I imagine I might have a better shot of getting a seventy seven Nova for sale here. Hemmings. Go to Hemmings.com as uh you know, not bad. Not bad. Now now when you compare it to the uh Countach. Uh, but these are, this one, holy shit, 71 Chevy Nova. This one looks fantastic. 42, th 42 grand. So it's more than what my Mini is, but Jesus, man, it they did some work to this car. As, uh, 71 Le Mans Blue. V8 in that bad boy. Only 6,900 miles on it. Wow, manual transmission. Doesn't say how many speeds it is. It's a four-speed. It's a four-speed. Good Lord. Uh, it's a beautiful-looking car. <laughs> almost almost feel bad that I, I didn't get this instead of the fucking Mini, although it'd be a one hell of a gas guzzler. Beautiful fucking car, though. A lot more space in it than my, my Mini. Jesus. I might have to go sell my car. Well... <laughs> My car is still cheap, <laughs> quite a bit cheaper than this. Yeah, my car, uh, it, had I bought a brand new Mini, it would have been in the vicinity of like 30 grand or so, 30-something thousand, depending on what, you know, it can go more than that or lower. My Mini's only like 15 grand, but, oh, this makes me want to buy this car. Holy shit. I imagine I could find one, you know, that wasn't maybe restored as nicely <laughs> or, or something, a different year, <laughs> whereas... Maybe not as pricey, but yeah, Novas are fantastic cars. I don't like the 60s ones. I'm looking at the 66 Nova. I feel like I got to be a Latino. I mean, I get, or not Latino, there's Cuban, uh, which I guess is anyway. I'm thinking more of like Little Havana. I'm going with the 66 Nova. I feel like I'm going... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I feel definitely going to little Havana. I'm like in uh, Vice City up in here with the old 60s Novas, which I'm not crazy about the look. But the 70s Novas, which is funny because a lot of the Chevys, I love the 60s ones. And then the 70s, like Camaros, I don't care for the 70s Camaros. But uh, the, the 60s ones are, are the bee's knees. Corvettes kind of go against that, though. I like the 60s. But really, I'd probably like the the '70s uh, Stingrays. Out of all the Camaros, I go with the '70s Stingray. Those are fantastic. Most of these, you got to inquire about the price. Here's a Chevy Nova that's really nice for uh, seventy-one for thirty thousand. So you can get them in for decent prices, as opposed to like I mean, used cars in general are fucking ridiculous right now, but. I would say for like a classic sports car, you're getting a hell of a deal with these classic Novas. I'm not a big car guy in general. But some of these are, whew. This one here, I don't, th I don't know if that's the Le Mans blue or what, but it's got a pretty decent blue on the outside. It's almost like uh, if you're familiar with 
you know, like guitars with like Gibson's got the Pelham blue. And of course, if it hasn't aged, once the uh, Pelham blue ages, it goes kind of greenish. But uh, like Pelham blue in its natural color is kind of what this Nova looks like. And then it's got blue and black interior. That interior just looks sharp. I don't care for the speedometer and stuff, that old speedometer. Oh, this is, oh, it's not a manual. It's a fucking automatic. That's a shame. It's got the old cigarette lighter in there. That's kind of classic. Classic looking glove box. Manual windows. <laughs> Plus side of those, they never pretty much go bad. I've had automatic windows and a car go bad. That's no fun. That's no fun. It usually happens in the wintertime. You get the window stuck down, and it's a real bitch. Although, oh, man, the 69 Nova, not bad. 69 was a good year for Chevy. Classic year. This one's been fucking hot rided out. I'm not real crazy about the red and the black. Interior, though. Fuck, man. Some nice-looking interior. Oh, man, they got all... Does this have NOS? <laughs> they got all kinds of dials, like, down below and shit. Yeah, they got that hot rotted out. There's a... Uh, yeah, I should stop looking at this shit because I'm going to be like, you know what, I'm getting rid of my Mini Cooper and go with this. I don't have money to uh, acquire even a Chev uh, Chevy Nova uh, unless I get, like, one that really needs to be restored. That would be like my only shot at it, and I don't have the money to restore one, so that's kind of a problem. You know, maybe Auto Trader has a better. Yeah, here's one. What the? F a 52 Studebaker? That's a. Wow. And only like 20 grand. That's that's an interesting. You would think. And if that's in the shape that it shows it in, like, that's fucking. Looks like a steel. The inside doesn't look the great, but the outside and the motor look pretty fucking fantastic you think a studebaker would be especially 52 would be worth more money that's interesting huh got the classic white wall tires imagine maintenance on that would be kind of a bitch <laughs> three speed there's not a whole lot of old novas on uh, auto trader there's ones that kind of look like my parents old car oh fuck this one's like it but it's got this awful scoop on the hood <laughs> I'd want to get rid of that. I don't like the way scoops look, especially like a Nova. It's crazy tires. Although with the what's going on in the engine there, it looks like you really need that scoop. Jesus, eighty grand. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> uh anyway. I'm looking forward to uh more uh Mando in the future. And you know, hopefully we get some like some mullet they get to mullet at some point. Like, you got a mall it, or just some other classic characters. Because I can see them going, like, back in time and seeing some mall or w what have you. Because that point, uh, in the timeline, mall's dead. But I could, you know, they've been doing some uh, back in time stuff. And uh, we could we could see uh, potentially all kinds of characters. And yeah, that's really all I've got. So as always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.